0: Welcome to The Water Trough, where we can't make you drink, but we will make you think. My name is Ed to The Small Business Doctor, and I'm really excited you chose to join me here as we discuss topics that are important for small business folks just like you. If you're looking for ideas, inspiration, and possibility, you've come to the right place. Join us as we take steps to help you create the healthy business that you've always wanted. Welcome back to the Water Trough, it's Ed Draws to the Small Business Doctor. Enjoying a beautiful summer day here in Massachusetts. The weather is in the 70s and the humidity is, it feels like it's absent. I just can't believe it. We've been going through some pretty hefty temperatures as much of this country has been in high humidity. And right now it feels like, heck, it feels like fall. So, kudos to that. Tomorrow we start back into the heat and humidity again, but for today, I'll take it. In an effort to enjoy this beautiful weather, I took a walk this morning on a bike path that I often go to. It's on a river. So as you can imagine, when the water's high, there are waterfalls and all sorts of things. It's really quite a cool place to go. And on this river, there are a number of mills as well. And of course, in the older days, in the 1800s, in the early industrial era, mills were built on rivers for the express purpose of taking advantage of water power, being able to bring materials in and ship goods out, then this one is no exception. In fact, I had worked in this one in the early 1970s when it was a fiberglass production plant, Owens Corning Fiberglass. Today, it, like many mills of the past, has been converted into beautiful condos. But every time I walk by it, I think to myself, Boy, if only these people had a clue what it was like in there, and better still, because of the nature of this area, Rhode Island has taken a great effort to post historical information along the path to help us appreciate what factory conditions were like back in the mid-1800s and what sorts of things were going on at that time. And of course for myself, having worked in this mill, albeit 100 years later, I realize it's quite interesting to me. I can see myself in the eyes of these people that are working there. But if you were to ask me what I felt about working there, I would tell you that it was hard work, little pay, conditions I felt were horrible, and honestly, I I did it for the money, nothing more but i never really had a true sense of appreciation for what i was doing the people that were there before me in that very place working in the early industrial era were doing so to build and create families they were doing so to get the sorts of means to have the things that they wanted they depended upon work like this they worked hard and while i can't say they didn't complain I have a feeling their attitude towards this was a little bit different than mine. I bring this story up because I'm reminded about how we are so preoccupied today with trying to find quality help, particularly for things like summer jobs and and things of that sort, finding students to take on opportunities so that we can get things done. It is becoming increasingly more difficult as our younger folks are inclined to see these jobs as being menial and being beneath them and i'm curious as to how it's come to be that way what has changed in the society that gives our young folks the impression that there is no need to go through the growth the growing pains or to acquire skills and talent through hard work like this to prepare for later in life when i look at this place i realize again that i was not particularly fond of what i was doing but even though i wasn't fond of what i was doing there i do recall being committed to doing a fine job and i do recall taking my my job seriously and never hesitated to do it because quite frankly the need to make money was there it was important to me and i know this is really more a matter of a personal conviction it is not something an employer has control over but i have to pose the question what is it that we as employers can do to offer some kind of inspiration to young folks to take on positions like this for the very purpose of growing their intellectual and skill portfolio to better themselves down the road are there steps that we can take to make these things more attractive now yeah you can't change the conditions that are inherent in a workplace and everyone has a degree of comfort and acceptance about the conditions they'll work in And certainly these jobs are not occupied solely by people who are young in school and just looking for spending money. One of the things that was notable to me as I was working at Owens Corning was as I looked around, I saw people who were considerably older than me, people ranging from their 20s up to their Sixties or more that were doing the very same tasks that I was doing. And one of the things that I thought to myself was, I don't want to be like that when I get to that point. Now, not everybody has the opportunity to go to school, to find great professional opportunities and so on and so forth. I get that. That's part of life. But I do think that it was sobering for me as a 17, 18, 19-year-old to look around and realize that my future could be just like this i'm not sure how that can play into our role as employers to try to cultivate more incentive for people i guess at that age the big incentive is getting paid and being able to go out and spend your money i'm putting myself back in my shoes as a young person and how I looked at this. At that time, there were so many other things I'd rather be doing than working. I can certainly understand the, the youth of today desiring the same thing, to be doing other things, but yet we as employers have a need to get things done, and they will benefit from this opportunity. My question, again, is how do we bring these two together? How do we achieve the goal of getting things done, and at the same time, offering inspiration to the youth to encourage them that these are simply steps one takes in order to develop a happier, more productive life. The shortage of quality help for many of our jobs in this country is a long-standing thing, and I suspect will probably increase in intensity with the passage of time. And yet one of our largest resources, our youth, are in a position to at least take on these positions temporarily is something that I believe is untapped. We have not found the recipe to make these things practical and to give some sense of larger purpose to these things. I surely don't have answers, but I'd really love to hear from you folks if you have any ideas, things that you've employed or otherwise to increase the desire the ambition and the purposefulness of our younger albeit transient employees until next time this is ed draws to the small business doctor and i want to wish you a healthy business and i hope like us some really nice weather